Hello, you're listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly oh boy. podcast that goes out internationally oh my God. that is about the country of America oh, sweet and its bath. history. Each week I read a story to my friend... Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is about. Good God, was that, that was an hour. Thank you, Gary. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right. God, you want a little hit of dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Guerra. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. Is there anything else? The, no. May 26th. <laughs> now, see, that one's bullshit. 1978. 1978? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Well, that, that date's got to be wrong. 1978? Action Park, one well, of the first water parks in the United States of America, opened in Vernon, New Jersey, on the grounds of the Mountain Creek Ski Resort. Oh, boy. This already... <laughs> I'm worried. The park was the brainchild of Great American Recreation. That's a company. Sure. They're, they they uh, they specialize in. Great, what do they work in? They specialize in Great American Recreation. Oh, that's a good, a very telling name. Yeah. In order to keep the turnstiles going in the summer, the company began offering season seasonal attractions. In 1977, an alpine slide was added to the mountain which allowed riders to fly down the snow-free slopes on sleds controlled by nothing more than a handbrake. The ride was incredibly popular, so park owners decided to expand the summer offerings. The following year, an action park was born. Okay. <laughs> In 1979, additional slides appeared, along with a deep-water swimming pool and then a large wave pool. Love a good wave pool. Fuck yeah, bro. New attractions, <laughs> continue, new attractions continue to appear every summer in the 1980s when Great American Recreation was experimenting with slide design. It's a fun, fun experiment. Yep. I mean, if Matt, like, honestly, could your life be better than, like, being, like, a slide tester? I mean, come on. You know? Come on. It's like Tom Hanks and Big right there. Yeah, it really is. Yay! That one was real fun. This one's good. Let's do it again. It's a good one. I'm going to need to slide down a few more times to give you my final evaluation. Hey, no line. <laughs> the worst thing about a water park is standing waiting in line while you're oh, cold. Oh, yeah. You're freezing. Yeah. 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 And the piss. And the piss. Motor World was the other major attraction, introduced later and built on unused land across Route 94. Park guests could unleash their inner, inner Mario Andretti on a go-kart track. Open wheel racers or tanks? I'm sure not uh, real tanks. Okay, because that's crazy. Real tanks. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be the best. I'd see where we were headed immediately in this. I could see. I could see a theme park doing that in Russia. Oh yeah, just totally. actual tanks. Come shoot bear with tank. <laughs> Come shoot live bear with tank. <laughs> or shoot Ivan. Do whatever you like. He's drunk. Here. I've been so drunk. Yeah, the bear's too shit-faced to get tank shot today. <laughs> Bear drank too much. Also on the Motor World side, there was a brewery. 
Okay, so <laughs> just do a little math. Yeah. So we got the water park. Uh huh. We got live your dreams as a race car driver uh-huh. and drive tanks. Uh huh. Who knows what those are? Yeah. And, uh, and then alcohol. Alcohol on that side. Alcohol on the side with the oh, alcohol right next to the car uh, side. Yeah, right near the car side. All right. I mean, well, why? Why not? What could go wrong? Action Park uh, was a pioneer in, mi- in the microbrewery fad and got a brewer from Germany to come over and make beer. There you go. Sure. Same, sounds fine. What, what, where are we? We're in... Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, right. The park continued to grow over the years with approximately 70, 75 different rides. At its peak, the water park overshadowed the ski resort. Great American Recreation promoted Action Park with simple but effective TV commercials. Show people having a great time. Jingles such as, there's nothing in the world like Action Park. That's, I mean, uh-huh. how are you going to get that out of your head? And the action never stops at Action Park. Oh, wow. Uh, those we have airways. a park at Action Park. That's good. Yeah. There's yeah. water. It's a water park. There's drunk drivers across the street <laughs> at Action Park. <laughs> get a tank. Get a tank. The ads were played endlessly on TV and radio stations in the 80s and 90s. The commercials for Action Park... Uh, marketed as an essential summer experience for reckless youth, youths. For reckless youths? Well, it was very much like fucking go crazy. But they're advertising to reckless youths? Well, they youths? didn't say reckless youths, but, oh, but okay. the way it was, you know. Come be a reckless youth at go, Action Park. It was basically like, go fucking crazy at Action Park. Come have spray paint and shoot your friends at Holy Action Park. Holy shit, Action Park. <laughs> What the fuck? Get drunk on moonshine, fuck your girlfriend's friend at Action Park. Oh my god, you're all gonna die at Action Park. <laughs> Attendants grew each year as the crowds enjoyed unique rides. If something looked like it might please the crowds, Great American Recreation was not afraid to try it. That's well, not a good sign. And they kept pushing the envelope. The daring ride designs were poorly engineered and had little regard for safety. That's great. So, I mean, we're just headed towards some deaths. Underage teenage staff were often disinterested in enforcing safety guidelines, and alcohol was distributed a bit too freely. It sounds like TSA. With the airport security. (laughs) That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. A little bit. Well, because they just did a test this week. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. 95. 95, They failed 95% 95%. of it. 95%. So that's a deep. Catching 5% of terrorists is good. That's good. It's mainly lotion terrorism. Yeah. Action Park is basically the TSA of... All right. After Action Park opened, doctors in four counties reported summertime increases in ankle sprains, broken bones, bloody elbows, and missing teeth. Despite the injuries, little action was taken by state regulators. Action Park was a great advertisement for the state of New Jersey and a revenue generator. Most everyone was having a good time, and nobody wanted to disrupt it. Well, if you kind of think a little bit about the culture of Jersey, like as it is now, I'm sure that in this time it wasn't that different. And, you know... This is a uh, class of people who take pride in um, mm-hmm. being a little uh, shittier, right? <laughs> I don't know. Vicky just got mad at you. <laughs> the teen staff knew uh, of all the places that one could get stoned and or drunk and hide from supervisors. It's great. So most were undertrained and often on the, under the influence. So they would drink while they were working. It's a great summer job. What a great gig. They cared very little for enforcing the, enforcing the park rules and safety requirements. Height and weight-based restrictions were often ignored. That's a problem. Action Park was fined by the state for letting underage employees run rides. Jesus. Jim Desay was a security director for the park. He got the job at the age of 21. 
Wow. After having worked at the park for just two years. Wow. This is not good. What do you mean? That's not good. It I don't, sounds fine. I don't even know where we're headed, but I got a bad feel. <laughs> I'm going to be a fucking 80s cop movie. I got a bad feeling about this. So this, is what, um, this is what Jim had to say. A 21-year-old guy in charge of security. Mm-hmm. Action Park was extreme before extreme existed. Extremely dumb. Numerous bars and beer stands scattered strategically around the park could keep one in an alcohol-induced state of bravado practically all day. Combine that with a terrain which allowed for a lot of mischief to go unnoticed, and you've got the makings for, well, a lot of action. Action park attendees were affectionately referred to as Gumbies because you bounced off the ground when you hit. I don't know anyone who grew up in Vernon in the 70s or 80s who either didn't work or get injured there. Jesus Christ. Why were they called Gumbies? Because they would help you get back up? They would just bounce off shit, yeah. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Needless to say. So you just have an enclosed park with just a ton of shit-faced people. Basically, yeah. And no one... And nobody gives a fuck, and the security's run by a 21-year-old who really is very funny. You can tell from his... And the rides are shoddy and horribly put together. Yeah. Okay. Needless to say, there are a lot of injuries at Action Park. Yeah. In 1986, the Herald reported the previous year's accident toll at Action Park. More than 110, including 45 head injuries and 10 fractures. Jesus. Those were just the reported injuries. There were many more. The park got into a lot of trouble with the state for not reporting accidents. (laughs) Sounds like Accident Park is a better name. That, okay. Despite this, Action Park, unlike other amusement parks in the state at the time was fined just once between 1979 and 1986 for not following procedure. But the park was cited numerous times. The Herald said this was not the case for other amusement parks, which would be fined for the first offense. So Action Park was getting so what, special action, treatment. Yeah, why is Action Park getting the fucking... Because it's Action Park! Because <laughs> it's got such a catchy jingle. Mm-hmm. You want to shut down that jingle? You want to shut it down? Are people just too? Is it just become an institution at this point? Yeah, I think, and I also think it was it was a huge moneymaker. I think that it brought in a lot of tax money, and I think that uh, yeah, well, like it was any, an advertisement, like yeah, I said, people not like Jersey has a lot of stuff that people are like. I want to go to that. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Jersey. except for the STD clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so many, there's so many Bruce Springsteen listeners upset right now. Yeah. What made Action Park different from other amusement parks was the control that patrons had over their ride experience. Sorry? Hmm? That's not a good thing. I've never heard of anything quite like that. Really? That you are in control of the ride? Part of the thrill was the danger involved. People, park officials would note over and over again, were often responsible for their own injuries, and park attendees tended to agree with them. Interviewed by the Herald in 1982, one person said he had more concerns about driving on the Long Island Expressway to get to the park than about going on any of the rides. People continue to use the wave pool, too. You know, said a park attendee, if somebody jumps in and can't swim, that's their problem. What the fuck? <laughs> what is, what a, it's really telling the difference in time. I mean, I know it's only like 30-some years, but Jesus Christ. Oh, it's on you. Oh, so what? It's the park's fault because you jump in and you can't swim? Why five, was five he drowning? Old? Hey, stupid. Why was he drowning? Why don't you get out of the water then? Look, you can't take the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Oh, I you died. You can't swim. Get out of the wave pool. Oh, I died because I don't know how to swim. <laughs> you stupid idiot. What am I supposed to do? 
Lifeguard doesn't mean that. Almost any ride from the water slides to the dune buggies was capable of dealing some serious pain. Greg Spunder said the River Rapids ride was great. Underinflated and overloaded rafts would slam into walls and sharply angled concrete. I mean, I'm sure that if I were to see it, it would look a little more tame than what I'm picturing. Cause I don't think so. Ja- like, if they were supposed again? to. They're spo- so it's a it's a it's a River Rapids ride. So yeah. they put in like. They made the cement on the side looks like jagged rocks. Jagged, oh. Not thinking that people oh. would bash their head into it. Oh, so it's just cement, jagged rocks sticking out. Yeah. Cement, jagged rocks are jagged rocks. On one of these turns, my friend's mother, as the raft literally buckled in half like a taco, flew into his knee and broke her nose. Oh, jeez. Blood was pouring out all over, and the lady supposedly watching for injuries looked like she couldn't give a shit. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Hey, it's not my knee, right? Why did you get in the river if your nose is capable of breaking? Nice job, stupid. <laughs> you know, I recommend you not hit your nose into his knees. Jesus Christ, she's really bleeding in this river. Hey, I'm just thinking of Springsteen right now. <laughs> he was, of course, talking about a circular ride raft, the Colorado River Ride. It was a long and winding concrete trough fashioned to look like a natural river. Opened in 1987, it was billed as a family ride by Action Park, but the trip was bumpy and sometimes violent. A group of riders could share a raft down the Colorado, which would throw riders against rocks and corners and at points descend into a tunnel. Protruding rocks would tag unsecured riders who could not see in the darkness. (laughs) Okay, so they're putting you down a tunnel... That is dark yeah. with jagged rocks that you can't see. Yeah. And this is a family ride? Yeah. Okay. For the kids. <laughs> Concussions were common because there were no helmets available to guests. Well, let's, you shouldn't have a ride where helmets are what we're talking about. In the, like, <laughs> have you ever heard, besides whitewater rafting, uh-huh. do you know of any other thing and water polo? When do you have to wear helmets in the fucking water? That's it, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, there we go. So you're not going well, also, away on what, your fucking vacation looking to helmet up to go down, like, a lazy river. I, it's just amazing that anyone think you could put people into a dark tunnel with jagged rocks sticking out. Whose idea you know, was it? Like, there's no point in having both of it? those. Great American Recreation. There's no point in having, like, if you're going to have jagged rocks, put some light on it. If you're, if you're going to have a dark, don't do anything. Or maybe just have a pussy ride. What about that? Yeah, Where people sure. just go down and, and bounce into sponges. Yeah, yeah, the sponge ride. This is some fucking real Jersey shit right here, bro. <laughs> park officials were always quick to point out that the park had over a million visitors each year, which made the actual injury rate statistically small. Of course, those are the reported injuries. Enough injuries occurred that Action Park actually bought the town of Vernon a new ambulance or new ambulances to keep up with the injury volume i'm sorry wait they had to buy more ambulances because of action park the park purchased the ambulances for the town because there were so many injuries that is an amazing gift that is like (laughs) that's like buying bandages for the anniversary to the wife that you beat i (laughs) here you go honey I know you're always bleeding. Yeah, because you hit me. Oh, shut up. Don't chase it back too far. It's amazing that they weren't like, why don't you stop the thing that causes the people to get into the ambulances? No, no, no. 
Let's deal with the symptom, not the disease, baby. This isn't pussy puck, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> In 1987, the Herald also spoke to spoke with doc, the director of the ER at a nearby hospital, who said five to ten people were brought there daily from the park. Injuries, well, I mean, that is shocking. Injuries included ankle sprains, cuts, and contusions, and broken bones, with injuries most often occurring from slipping in swimming pools or cuts from water slides. He also noted that many of the injured came to the ER with alcohol on their breath. Maybe they should just open Action Park in a hospital. They, you know, at some slides, they at some water parks, you get like a a thing to slide on, like a, you know, when you go into the tube. Yeah, this was just old school, and people yeah, would just, just you people would get like raw dog fiberglass. And they would just get burns, and like everyone. Well, was you know, the, the thing about fiberglass is that pain doesn't stay with you for long. <laughs> doesn't feel like Invisa needles living inside your skin for weeks. Also, due to the alcohol consumption, there were many brawls between men in bathing suits, which led to more trips to the emergency room. Oh, God. I, 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 honestly, like, I knew it was coming, but now the visualization of this place is terrible. Oh, yeah. Now it's all together. Now hey, fuck you, Tony. No, yeah. fuck you, Tony. Now it's like... No, fuck you. Hey, Tony, this guy's telling to me to fuck off. Now th- what you say, Tony? Like, the ride now is getting out of the park okay. That's the ride. <laughs> like, that's the adrenaline ride now. Uh, one of the most famous rides at Action Park was the Alpine slide. Was the ambulance. Was the, <laughs> the Alpine slide concept was simple. You sat on a sled and descended down concrete tracks using a handbrake. You control your speed, either slowly or at a speed described by a former park employee as death awaits. Uh, um. If you lost control of your cart on the Alpine slide, it would simply crash through the hay bale barriers, and then you would enjoy falling down a hillside onto nasty rocks. What? If you went too slowly on the ride, the person behind you would ram into you. There was a slow lane and a fast lane, no helmets, and the brakes did not function. Well, it sounds like they need helmets. They need a lot of helmets in this place. They should hand you a helmet when you walk in the door. I'm kind of picturing what. So it's kind of like bobsledding a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like except a, you have no training. It's like a cart, but it's on cement, and so you're on cement and you don't have helmets. Yeah, and then there's just hay. That's already hay bales not good to keep you from going through. But you would just fly through the hay bale and then roll down this hill of rocks. Well, the hay is a nice feature. It is a nice feature. It's probably nice to remember that when you know, remember the good times before the rocks. Park EMTs would just stand at the bottom of the Alpine slide waiting for someone to need their assistance. Wow. I mean, that's fucked up. That's, <laughs> that's so amazing that they just stationed them there instead of fixing it. How is that? Yeah, I mean, seriously, right? Yeah, like the amount of money they're paying they're like, get what's, helmets. What's the solution here? I don't know. Let's put some EMTs at the bottom of this thing, huh? I don't know. Get the sick out of here fast. They knew that it was just a matter of when and not if some poor kid would get banged up and bloodied. Kid? How is, I mean, so, so there's really yeah. – so they're not enforcing the age and height uh, uh-huh. requirements nope. or the weight requirements. Yeah. There's no helmets. Nope. There's no control. Right. They're not even spacing these people apart. No. Nope. The only thing they seem to have a handle on is getting people to the hospital. That, that's what they're on top of. Action Park goer Allison Becker said, One thing that would catch your attention was the first aid cart, kind of like a golf cart piloted by two zitty teens wearing oversized EMT shirts. The cart would inevitably be seen looping through the trails, grass, and little forests that surrounded the park. But when you saw it, you wouldn't see a kid with a scraped knee. 
You'd see a guy holding a blood-soaked towel on a huge head wound. Oh, my God. You'd see a gash the size of a big gulp on someone's leg. Blood, ah. blood, blood. All I remember was blood. I le- also, real quick, it is great that this person, the only thing they can relate a huge gash to is a big gulp. They're like, you know, a gash. This, I mean, there's so many things you can say there. Instead, they're like, eh, you know, a gash the size of the biggest soda you've ever seen. Like a 64-ounce... <laughs> Bucket of soda is what I'm talking about. You know, it had like, uh, you had to cut the size of the base of a 40 ounce. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Alpine Slide was responsible for Action Park's first death. Whoa. That of a 19 year old park employee in 1980. A malfunction caused a wheeled sled to derail from its cement track after it failed to properly negotiate a curve. The victim was thrown from the car down an embankment. He sustained a fatal head injury when his head struck a rock. Why are rocks like? Hmm? It's a water park. There's rocks. Yeah, exactly. Don't when you go to water parks, aren't there a lot of walk, rocks? Around? Yeah, but you're not riding. It. Well, first of all, no, and second <laughs> of all, they're. I mean, the fact that they're like, yeah. they're creating jagged rocks, but then they also won't get rid of rocks. Right. I mean, just get rid of the rocks. Well, it's hard. It's, it's not hard. No, you got to pick. It up. probably take like a, a week. You got to move them. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It probably take about a week. Yeah, but they, no. At least 14, you had nothing else to say after that. Just for the record, at least fourteen fractures and twenty-six head injuries caused by the slide were reported between nineteen eighty-four and nineteen eighty-five. That's just <laughs> one year. Yeah, and yet the Alpine Slide was called the park's most popular ride in a nineteen eighty-six New Jersey Herald article, one that a park official declared quote the safest ride there is, noting that a ninety-year-old grandmother and mothers with babies on their laps have taken a ride on it. I mean. Well, he's, I mean, what is he lying or just an asshole? Yeah, he's told. Okay. Bullshitting. The same article said that the slide was responsible for more accidents, the majority of lawsuits, and forty percent of citations against the park. I mean, <laughs> get out of this relationship, Action Park. The tidal pool was called the Grave Pool by employees. I. Uh... It was a huge freshwater pool, one hundred by two hundred fifty feet long and eight feet deep. That could hold up to a thousand people. A thousand people? Yeah. Four large fans forced air into the pool and created waves, which could reach a height of 40 inches. <laughs> a thousand people. <laughs> so, so that's what? Almost four feet? Yeah. A that's meter, just a little. A meter, yeah. an odd, a little bit. The waves were generated uh, for 20 minutes at a time with 10 minutes. Breaks in between. Ten minute where you could get the dead out of there. Oh, God. Scrape out the dead. Just scrape the dead out. A big problem with the pool was that many of its users were not good swimmers. Action Park attracts many people from urban areas who have few chances to swim and frequently must be rescued from the water, said one park official. So they don't have a chance to swim much, so they decide they'll go into the craziest conditions possible to learn. Because they look at it and they don't think it's that deep, and then they get in it and they're overwhelmed. Well, because it seems like Action Park isn't loose with the info. <laughs> no, they do not. They don't really up. tell you much. They don't. They don't tell people anything, as yeah. it were. No, they're like cigarettes. They're like, you know, they're at the point now where they're like, well, we don't see any connection. He said they don't know how to swim and they jump right into the water. Even good swimmers would forget that the freshwater waves were not buoyant like waves in the ocean, so they would have to work harder to stay afloat. Crowded swimming conditions meant that people would bash into each other the sides of the pool or ladders uh. as they tried to get out of the water while the waves were on. Some people would simply sink to the bottom. 
seemingly unaware that the pool's depth dropped down a, a level as you moved from one end to the other. Lifeguards at the tidal wave pool often would save 30 people a day. Oh, my God. Whereas your average lifeguard at a pool or lake might rescue one or two people in an entire summer. <laughs> well, there's the action is being the lifeguard. I mean, I'm really just picturing that, and it just it's it sounds very awful and graphic. Yeah, like I mean, I just imagine it's insane. It's like when you go to a concert, you know, and like people are getting a little rowdy, and you're like, "Ah, oh, it's not a good area." Now put that in water, <laughs> an element that you have less control of than land. Two people drowned in the grave pool, a 15-year-old boy in 1982 and an 18-year-old man in 1987. Uh, many more came close, despite the fact that 12 Red Cross-certified lifeguards were stationed at the pool at all times. Oh, my God. The kayak ride allowed people to paddle tiny boats through white water. <laughs> it used submerged electric fans to agitate the water above. Okay. Often, the kayaks got stuck or tipped over, and people had to get out of them to remedy the situation. The ride was not very popular. In the summer of 1982, a 27-year-old man from Long Island got out of his kayak, and while he was trying to get back in, he stepped near an exposed wire that was under the water. Oh, God. He was taken to a hospital in New York State where he was pronounced dead. What? Two of his family members were also electrocuted but lived. Electrocuted? Park officials denied that he was electrocuted. What? But the coroner's report proved the man died from cardiac arrest due to electrical shock. Action Park was quick to point out that the victim didn't have any burns. What is that? What is the point of that? The coroner said, you don't have burns when you're in the water like that. When you're wet, you're a dead ringer for a good electrical shock. I mean... A wiring defect described as either a nick or a seven-inch gash, depending on whose account... You know, a nick or a big gulp. No, it's just a nick. Right, it's a seven-inch nick. Yeah, but a nick. You know, it's like a a, a 20-ounce Pepsi. Anyway, that was, the, that was the cause of the electrocution. He, uh, the ride was drained for investigation and never opened again because, a, as a park official told the New Jersey Herald at the time, people will always be intimidated by it now. Aw, oh, poor action park. <laughs> Aww. There was the cannonball loop. Uh, not a, not, uh, was this where you just shoot cannonballs at people? In 1985, the great American recreation executive who founded the park, Eugene Mulville, drove up plans on a napkin during lunch. Hey, that's how you want to draw them up. That's the that's best safety, way. Safety first. <laughs> have a couple Manhattans and then figure out your park. Hey, what if there's something that goes like this? Huh? That's just a swirl, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I can write this lunch off now officially. It was- <laughs> It was a radical new water slide design. It was a large slide you had to climb a tall wooden ladder to get to. At the end, it had a complete vertical loop like one would commonly find on a roller coaster. Okay. So it just goes around. Oh, shit. Up and around. Uh, so it, it's like those so, skateboard ramps. Where you, it's like a, an O in the air, really. It's like an O. In a, in a water, now think about what the water does in an O. Uh, I honestly can't I, I mean my guess is that it doesn't make it to the top of the O. <laughs> my guess is there's I mean, an if someone drew that on a napkin, I'd be like, right, but the water can't do that. Yeah. I see I'd be like, man, this sounds great. <laughs> Fucking do this. I'll go first. Employees said they were given a hundred dollar bills to test it. Uh 
A writer was reported to have gotten stuck. This should be the- called Jackass the Park. This- <laughs> I mean, hey, you're gonna do the loop? No, I'm putting a little toy car up my ass. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a writer was reported to have gotten stuck at the top of the loop due to insufficient water pressure, and a hatch had to be built at the bottom of the slope to allow for future extractions. Debris How big? This is a huge loop. It's 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 not a huge loop. It's big, but it's big, but it's not huge. It's <laughs> and so people are just getting trapped at the top of the loop. Yeah, and they had to make a hatch so that they could remove people these people. Out. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Um, it it uh. It's it's not it's not a gigantic thing. It's a, it's a small loop, um, that. Well, I'll just cut this part out. Okay. Action park. Uh, cannonball. Okay, so. There oh, it is. okay, that's kind of what I was picturing. It. So it's the loop is kind of small at the bottom. And it's really high up the, where you start. Yeah. And then you come out and you, and you're either dead or alive. Yeah. It, it definitely. It definitely looks I, like I can understand why on a napkin you like what you see. <laughs> In reality, it's a little concerning. It's definitely a napkin design. It's a very sharp. It's a very sharp upturn too. It, yeah. It's not like you're just cruising for a little nope. while. Um, debris and rocks would collect at the bottom of the loop, creating a sandpaper-like surface. Now, that makes sense, right? Because it's a loop. So, obviously, that stuff can't just wash out because it can't get up. Yeah. So, it just stays at the bottom. I'm still sort of troubled by the fact that there's a salt, uh, like a sandpaper part of this ride. Yeah, that's the nice part. The strange part. Uh, Those who dared make the plunge suffered terrible cases of slide rash. The Cannonball Loop was only open for a month. That I mean, it, and honestly, an action park time. It's like an hour. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, that was in 1985 before the state's advisory board on carnival amusement ride safety ordered it closed due to mounting injuries. I mean, think about a like think about there being a carnival safety board. Yeah. Having to say no. I yeah. mean, if you've ever been to a carnival. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's goes. very unsafe. <laughs> everything goes. Yeah. One worker told a local newspaper that, quote, there were too many bloody noses and back injuries from the ride. Oh, God. Chris Gethard had this to say about a ride. Uh, when I was on this Cannonball Falls slide, and this isn't the Cannonball Loop, this is Cannonball Falls. Right. I was at the top of a hill. It seemed normal. There was no warning that halfway down the ride I would be shot into a pitch black tube. This was incredibly daunting. It became even worse when the tube opened back up only when it emerged sticking out from the face of a cliff. Uh. The slide sent unsuspecting riders shooting out of a cliff face some two stories above the water. Two stories? (laughs) Two stories? (laughs) With absolutely no warning. It was just high enough that you had time to think and panic about your situation. (laughs) Rider after rider, myself included, would scream in terror before hitting the surface of the slimy green water with a sickening slap. After this, the victims of the ride would gather at the edge of the pool to watch others suffer the same fate. It was like all the victims of a car wreck gathering at Dead Man's Curve to watch the next car smash into the median. It sounds like (laughs) Fugitive the Ride. (laughs) 
two story two stories is a tremendous drop. Yes. To not tell anybody. Yes. Uh, the Tarzan swing led to the third death at Action Park. Uh, I mean, that's a really it's really crazy that a statement like that is almost going unnoticed to me at this point. This was a steel arch hanging from a twenty foot long cable over a spring fed pool. Okay. Okay, so it's a pool that's spring fed. So spring fed. Spring yeah, so it's it's not warm. Okay. <laughs> Patrons waited in long lines for the chance to hang from it, swing out over the water, and then jump off as the beam reached its height. The pool was surrounded by New Jersey natives who would scream obscenities at those hanging from the beam. Well, uh, so hey, what fuck we- you, Tony, you piece <laughs> of fucking shit. So wait, what are we looking at exactly? It's like, is so it just the beam. swing? Okay. It's a beam, right? Okay. It's like an arching beam that swings out. It's on Oh, oh, I get you. And when it gets like at its height, then you, you leap so off. So it's like a two by four you jump off of kind essentially of, when you are of. at your peak height. It's a good idea. Okay. Some people hung yeah, it's a, on. By the way, it's a terrible idea. It's a terrific idea. Some people hung on uh, too long and scraped their toes on the concrete on the far side. So if you went all the way across, you would get hurt. What the, these rides are putting that. way too much on the people. Well, I would think if you're making a ride and there's a swinging thing on the other end of the swinging thing, you would make it so people wouldn't hit something. Yeah, like pads. Others, and you'd also tell people things. Others used the ride properly, but were then surprised to find out the water underneath was very cold. It was cold enough, in fact, that lifeguards sometimes had to rescue people who were so surprised by the sudden chill that they could not swim out of the pool. I don't understand the why cold. <laughs> look, there's a lot of red flags right, here, right. but cold water. What, I mean, well, there's a natural spring there, so, so just, just fuck your it. action park. The cell it's here is not the, the cell here is not that you can bottle water at your pool. The yeah, cell here is that you'll get in the water and you'll maybe leave without going to the know, hospital. Maybe you don't like nature. Maybe that's no, I do thing. like nature. Action Park is not an extension of nature. Cold water can shock the muscles, preventing basic motor functionality, like swimming. In the most extreme cases, cold water shock can cause cardiac arrest, and that's exactly what happened to a man who died in the pool in 1984. So everybody's dying at Action Park. <laughs> if this, like, if you just took this dial and and just a couple ticks, this is a horror film. Everybody's dying at Action, Action Park. Park. Hey, come on down this weekend. Bring your whole family. You're all gonna die down at Action Park. Fifty percent of you'll make it back. All right. By the mid-1980s, the park had developed a reputation for its unsafe ride. Why? Rumors swirled of cut corners with maintenance and safety enforcement. I won't hear of it. People still came by the droves. Of course, because we're fucking morons. It wasn't just about the water. There was the aerodium, the first and only of its kind in the world. I'm also going to guess the last. The German-designed Aerodium made its international debut at Action Park in 1987. It was basically a first-generation vertical wind tunnel. It could reach updraft speeds approaching 100 miles an hour. Partygoers would wear a special skydiving suit and skydive over an air column powered by a 650-horsepower fan. But this is actually still a thing. I'm sure it's far safer now. Flights were less than a minute long and limited to a maximum of six or seven feet above the ground. There was stadium seating all around the outside, which allowed family members and friends to watch you get hurt. The aerodium led to broken legs and arms and shoulder and wrist dislocations. Oh, God. One rider instinctively tried to break his fall by extending his arm which caused his shoulder dislocation, severed nerves, and near-permanent paralysis of the arm. Okay, so 
yes, they do it now, but they slowly yeah. no, reduce they do, the speed. No, this and would just cut off the fan no, and you would and, drop. And, and they, they, I mean, I've been in them. There's like a tremendous amount of padding. There's like a professional there who's going to like help you in yeah. and out. Yeah, there's not, it's not just like, yo, jump into the fan. Unplug it. Get out. <laughs> yo, plug it back in. Get in there. Roll them out. Unplug it. Get out. Of course, the tidal pool was the most dangerous as far as fatalities were concerned. Yeah, of course. A 20-year-old from Brooklyn drowned in the pool in 1984, then an 18-year-old in 1987 that brought the grave pool's death count to three and the park's death count to six in seven years. After the 1987 drowning, the New Jersey Herald reported that the tidal pool was not classified as a ride, but as a pool (laughs) by the state. Under state regulations at the time, that meant that the company merely had to keep the water clean and make sure that certified lifeguards were on duty. I don't even think they did that, but keep going. (laughs) Eventually, the park just started killing people who were on their way to enjoy a day of fun, like a crazy Stephen King novel. Yeah. On July 26, 1992, six were killed and 47 injured when a bus traveling to Action Park overturned and burst into flames. I don't, I, and that is terrible. But it's a Stephen King novel at this point. But it, a, I, and it also might just be a blessing in disguise for one person on that bus. <laughs> I mean, at this fucking rate. Would you go somewhere where someone was dying every year? Uh, no. No. Of course, there were endless lawsuits and settlements. They eventually caught up with Action Park. By the 1990s, Americans were spending less <clears throat> on insurance, pre- and insurance premiums were suffocating the business. Years of negative headlines finally eroded the park's traffic. The most dangerous rides disappeared, closed as part of legal settlements or an inability to obtain insurance coverage. Great American Recreation, as its legal troubles would suggest, was accused of cutting corners to maximize profits. For example, it was accused of building rides cheaply, sporadically maintaining many of them, and failing to renovate rides to take advantage of later safety improvements to its ideas made by other facilities. In the parks last year, it kept part of the ski area open despite being unable to obtain liability insurance. Well, what the fuck do they care at this point? I, I mean, know. it's basically SeaWorld for humans, so what the <laughs> fuck do they care? Hey, welcome, Blackfish. What? Hey, hey, get in the tank. You live here now. What? Great American Recreation was forced into bankruptcy in 1995, but Action Park would quietly limp along for another year. When Action Park's 1996 season ended on Labor Day... Everyone expected it to reopen on Memorial Day weekend the following year. But when the spring of 1997 rolled around, the park did not reopen. The park remained closed for weeks before officials would make an announcement. It wasn't until July of 1987, Great American Recreation officially announced the park's closure. But like Michael Myers from the movie Halloween, oh God. this water park won't die. No. Less than die! Year, less than a year later, the property was sold to a Canadian destination resort developer. The company renovated the grounds and reopened it promptly in 1998 as Mountain Creek Water Park. Mountain Creek announced their opening with the slogan, Action Park is back! But the new company was much more responsible. The Alpine Slide and Motor World were shut down. Most of the closed Action Park rides were, placed, were replaced with newer, safer water slides. The water park did reasonably well as it neared the year 2000, but then attendance began to drop again. By 2008, the owners were looking to sell which they did in 2010. The park was sold to an investor group led by a man named Eugene Mulvihill. Eugene was the former Great American Recreation Executive who originally founded Action Park in the Uh, 1970s. All right, good, great. 
We want all the thrills and none of the spills, says Andrew Mahoyo, CEO of Mountain Creek, which owns the facility. When we surveyed people, they knew the action park name better than Mountain Creek, he says. We decided to take the plunge and re-embrace the name. The new action park has old favorite attractions, plus the zero-G ride, a 100-foot looping water slide, reminiscent of Action Park's famous cannonball loop, which Mulder Hill's late father is designed on the napkin. The new loop was built by a renowned water slide designer. Don't you think you should tell... This is what you should tell people before they get on that ride. This ride was designed on a napkin. Want to go? <laughs> yeah? Go ahead, buddy. What about you? No? All right, there's the emergency hatch. Get the fuck out. Also, is- around one of the turns, it's going to feel like 90 cats are licking your ass. The world is a different place, said President Bill Brennan. The new rides we're building are meticulously engineered. Uh-huh. Action yeah. Action Park is back. No, it's not. Oh, it's back, baby. It is back. <laughs> Enjoy that Action Park. I, uh, it's, the, actually, the Canadian years remind me of when Dick Enberg took over SNL from Lauren Michaels for a little while. <laughs> Just a, a different vibe. Not as, and you know what I mean? It just had to go back to its dangerous roots. It's all good. And there's no doubt when we ask Vicky about Action Park. Oh, she'll know. She'll be like, I loved Action Park. <laughs> Shout out to Vicky Pezza on the ones and twos. Oh, girl. Uh, all right. Thank you. Thank me. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with gareth and jake i don't remember how we did it but either way fun half hour comes out tuesday august 22nd and episodes will be out every tuesday and friday we're here to help oh hey there everybody it's gareth you know from this uh this podcast uh listen i've got some stand-up shows i'm inviting the garmy the gareth army to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.